Welcome to the Identity Theft Resource Center's Weekly Breach Breakdown for April 1st, 2022. I'm James Lee. Each week, we take a look at the most recent events and trends related to data security and to privacy. This week's episode takes inspiration from one of my favorite scenes in Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. After pursuing Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Princess Leia, and failing to capture them, the commanding officer of an Imperial Star Destroyer volunteers to tell Darth Vader the bad news. The next time we see the officer, he is crumbling to the floor as Lord Vader walks away, muttering the title of this week's discussion. Apology accepted, Captain Nita. This week, one of the leading companies in what is known as the identification and access management market started the week denying reports they had been breached. Okta is a publicly traded company that offers products to secure the login process for companies to ensure only people with proper credentials or authority can access certain kinds of information or systems. A notorious ransomware gang, Lapsus, posted screenshots from January that claimed to show the criminal group had gained access to multiple Okta customers. Initially, Okta downplayed the reports that were linked to the event in January. But as the week wore on, the company changed their story. First, Okta acknowledged an attack, but claimed no systems were breached. Then the story shifted to, well, one client system may have been breached, followed by an admission that 366 client systems may have been impacted by the attack. That's still less than 3% of Okta's customer base. Finally, by midweek, the CEO of Okta offered a full-throated apology for not taking the event seriously and acting quickly enough. There was also a lot of finger-pointing during the course of the week that saw Okta's stock price drop 15%. So what are the takeaways from this event, which most likely did not impact consumer information? First, no one wants to be poor Captain Nita, shuffling off to tell Darth Vader the rebels have escaped. In this scenario, no corporate executive wants to tell shareholders, regulators, employees, or customers they failed to protect their systems as intended. It's a natural reaction to want to avoid needlessly alarming their stakeholders. Still, when it comes to cybersecurity and cyber attacks, transparency is vital, but often in short supply. Okta eventually confessed to their shortcomings, but their attempts to minimize the severity of the cyber attack delayed the inevitable. The result was a controversy and a hit to their reputation as well as finances that could have been avoided. Owning a problem, no matter how painful it is, is always better than trying to avoid the issue. For any business, this is a great reminder that your weakest cybersecurity link may not be you. It may be a vendor or a vendor's vendor. Systems and data repositories are so intertwined these days that it's often difficult to tell where one business ends and the other begins. That requires everyone in the supply chain to meet the same or similar standards for data protection. One last note from a previous episode before we end today. The governor of Utah has signed a new state privacy law that will go into effect at the end of 2023. Utah is now the fourth state, along with California, Virginia, and Colorado, to have a comprehensive data and security law, except Utah's law does not directly address cybersecurity like the other three states. If you want to learn more about how to protect your personal or business information, or if you think you have been the victim of an identity crime or a compromise, visit our new website at our old web address, idtheftcenter.org. You can speak with an expert advisor on the phone, chat live on the web, 
or exchange emails during our normal business hours. Be sure to listen to the latest episode of our sister podcast, The Fraudian Slip, and we'll be back here next week with another episode of the Weekly Breach Breakdown. Thanks for listening.